I just see where this is all going. And it goes like this, two things. One, Biden's going to have to save face. So if you're working in an aspirin, aspirin factory somewhere, you better be nervous. Now, if you don't get that reference, look up Bill Clinton aspirin factory. But the bigger one, the media, very shortly, perhaps by this Sunday, by the Sunday morning talk shows, there is going to be a massive turn in the coverage away from Biden and onto hit pieces on anyone who does not want to welcome an unlimited number of so-called Afghan refugees. Now, if you've listened to this program, we've made it perfectly clear. Those that have worked with our military and have been vetted and have put their lives on the line alongside our troops and have been loyal the entire time, the people that risked their lives to support the U.S. military's efforts should be given entry into the United States after American citizens have been brought home. I have made that clear. If somebody is willing to fight and bleed alongside our troops, we cannot leave them behind. But that's not what you're going to be hearing about. Forget the fact that we've already seen the images of the 640 so-called refugees that have been airlifted out, most of which are military-age males. I'd like to know how many women and girls they trampled over to get on that plane. These are military-age men. But anyway, what's going to happen very quickly is the media is going to turn, Joe Biden is going to do something. I don't know if it's going to be taking out a terrorist leader somewhere else in the world with a drone strike. I don't know if it's going to be bombing some random random target or ordering some special operations assault somewhere in the world. Something's going to happen. But what the media is going to do is immediately turn. The talking point that this was Trump's plan is not working. Biden's poll numbers are going down by the minute. We've all been clear. It's not whether or not to pull out. It's how you pull out. Joe Biden is the commander in chief. All plans are approved of or or ordered by the president of the United States. The military answers to the civilian leadership. The president sits atop the civilian leadership. This is Biden's pullout. He cannot act like this is his first go at this. He has literally been involved in foreign policy since the last time Americans had to flee a failed state on choppers back in 1975 at the fall of Saigon. He has been there through every conflict since then. Now, we've all heard Robert Gates, Obama's former Secretary of Defense, say that Joe Biden has been on the wrong side of every single foreign policy issue for four decades. 
Every single one. Biden has been on the wrong side. So they cannot blame Donald Trump for this. So they've got to find something else. So they are not good. It's all or nothing. You cannot just bring in, this is not going to be allowed by the media. We are going to start seeing pieces on the need. It's about women and girls, women and girls. We're not going to hear anything about extreme Islam or that the Taliban is promising that women will have rights in the confines of the Quran. And I have that audio. The Taliban spokesperson said, no, 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 women are going to be happy, real happy. Uh, Wait a second. Uh, What women? All women? Or just cisgender women, you monster? Is somebody going to tell the Taliban that when they say women are going to have rights, that means W-O-M-Y-N? That means trans women? Are non-binary people going to have rights under this Muslim government? They just named it. The Islamic Emirate. They're putting it right in the title. We have not heard one word on women's rights from Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib, the two most prominent Muslim women in our government. Not one damned word. But you watch. And I can't make this part of the prediction. But I will not be surprised when I start hearing Ilhan Omar start talking about her own refugee experience. And she has not that long ago. I think she was speaking about the southern border. But they're going to start saying, well, see, the xenophobes and the nativists and the white nationalists. Remember Trump's Muslim ban that looked exactly like Obama's Muslim ban and Before that, Jimmy Carter's Muslim ban. They didn't call it a Muslim ban until Trump came along. You're going to start hearing about how Republicans want another Muslim ban. You know, they're pro-life unless it's an Afghan life. They don't care about women and girls. We have to get the women and girls out. But who do we have to get them away from? Just like they won't blame China for the virus, they won't tell you what the common denominator is. What's the common denominator of the treatment of women and girls from the Middle East over to Afghanistan? What's the common denominator? It ain't Christianity. These are the people that tell you that Israel is an oppressive state. Israel's an oppressive state? How are women and girls treated in Israel? How are lesbians treated in Israel? I'll flip my usual script and say, you know what? An Arab lesbian can walk down the street to go get falafel with her Christian female lover and be protected by the law. Women can't even go outside with their faces exposed anymore thanks to this Taliban. What is the Taliban? Notice how they don't want to tell us what the Taliban is. Winetick 695 Patriot 9572874. So now they're going to flip this. Biden's failure is going to go to the back page. And the front page is going to be 
that we have to take in the refugees. This is going to become the refugee crisis. And we're not even going to talk about the cost of all of this. We can't talk about the cost. Just like we couldn't talk about the cost of COVID. We have to fund transgender studies programs in Pakistan, they said. So instead of talking about the fact that the Gitmo 5, which are headed back to Afghanistan, that were freed by Obama, and key Taliban leaders, or Taliban, or whatever the hell you want to call them, were freed by Obama, and are back in action, they're going to start blaming Trump, so-called white nationalists. We've seen, you know what? These idiots, these idiots that keep putting up pictures of the doofus in the Viking hat on January 6th, you want to know what our Taliban looks like? It looks a lot like Antifa. When you have people beating people in the streets because they aren't following the pure new way, That doesn't look like people in MAGA hats. That looks a lot like Antifa. And since Antifa wants to consider itself, wants to try to, or at least in memes, people try to draw a lineage between those that stormed the beaches in Normandy and to Antifa. When is Antifa deploying to Afghanistan to protect minorities and women? Answer, they ain't. Weintick 695, Patriot 9572874. We're not going to spend all three hours on Afghanistan. The New York Times has a headline that in New York, at least, only 28% of black New Yorkers are vaccinated. I, I, what? I thought the unvaccinated were just a bunch of bubbas in MAGA hats. Right? Those darn resistant white male Republicans in pickup trucks with MAGA hats. We've got got to ostracize them from society. Boy, it's going to be interesting as cities like New York. New York now has a COVID passport. You are not allowed to go anywhere without your COVID papers. You know, I'd like to see the reaction. If we said to go on a dating app, you have to present your STD status. Can we start making people show their HIV and AIDS status before we allow them to date? Before we allow them to have sex? Are we going to make a condom mandate or an abstinence mandate? Oh God, Andrew, it's not the same. Actually, it is. Actually, it is. If you're saying a person cannot engage in XYZ unless they're vaccinated, meaning be in the general public. How can you, air fingers quote, allow people to engage in sodomy and promiscuity without any presentation of their HIV status? I mean, aren't we trying to block HIV and AIDS from spreading? We know the two most, most efficient ways to spread it are through needle sharing and unprotected sex, but we don't limit that behavior. As a matter of fact, we give out needles. We have a needle exchange program in New York. Give us your dirty needle. We'll give you a new needle so you can go out and be a junkie. 
And now you've got Democrats who are saying, well, maybe insurance companies ought to add fees for the unvaccinated because, you know, they're choosing not to be healthy. Okay, well, what about morbidly obese people? If somebody is stuffing their fat face morning, noon, and night and their blood type is donut, aren't they making a choice? If somebody's drinking themselves to death, aren't they making a choice? Back to promiscuity. If you've got somebody bed hopping, aren't they making a choice? Aren't they choosing to be unhealthy, to make unhealthy decisions? Early to bed, early to the rise, keeps us healthy, wealthy, and wise. Aren't we supposed to all be eating out of Michelle Obama's garden like a bunch of rabbits? Watch the trans fat. Watch your sodium intake. Eat your veggies. Or else. We're going to penalize fat people? Promiscuous people? How about fat promiscuous people? Let's have a fat slut charge. Wine 695 Patriot 9572874. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. No to mass waves of refugees. No, no, hard no, hell no. Serious XM Patriot.